Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Inside information on your teams, honest opinion, and the biggest names in sports. It's time, Las Vegas, for the Playmakers. Can you smell it? Can you smell it? Paul Ihander here, Lindsey Brown there, and in the air, there is a wisp, a hint, dare I say, a slight taste. Moisture! It's in the air! Yeah. Get there! Lindsay just wanted me to get to it. <laughs> <laughs> Would you please stop Hi speaking God. in superlatives? It's tickling. It's there. It's on the tip of my tongue. It's present. It's, yeah, there you can smell the rain outside. Yeah, I thought it was snowing for a bit, and then I realized, no, someone was just smoking nearby, and the wind caught a couple of... Interesting. <laughs> a couple of ashes. Like, what was that? Is it snow? No, it's just someone smoking. Your, uh, your nose bearings all squared away over there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah right for on. sure. No, I, it's, I got the first hint of that the moisture, yep. so to speak, from uh, our uh, our esteemed program director for our, our alternative station here, mm. who was like, oh, it's kind of got a taste of uh, taste of rain out there. He's like, I haven't had that in a long time. No. And I'm like, At least did, a couple of months. I'm like, you did move here from Florida, too. You're like, this is like weird for you. Right. Like, so he's extra sensitive. Yeah. Humidity. Right? Yeah, it's like Scooby Doo. I mean, I get really excited when I uh, when I'm at tennis and I I, I can sense that because it smells like home during the summertime. Oh yeah, it doesn't happen very smell. often. Yeah, but then do you like you're like oh crap maybe I need to get the uh, get the rest of this ten minutes of training before it actually starts raining. Yeah, or make sure we packed bug spray because oh mosquitoes. That those aren't down here. That's no. one of the great things. No, no, no mosquitoes. Yeah, we have worst. different. We have different creepy crawlies here in the desert. Yes, much different ones. But those creepy crawlies don't give me hives the second they bite me. Mosquitoes do. Really? Yes. I've been fortunate enough. You know what? I'm not even going to say it out loud because I'm going to screw myself. So I'm not even going to say it. All right. Yep. That's not going to happen. Sounds not good. Gonna happen. All right. All right. Full show coming for you today. Uh, two hours. Uh, uh, yesterday we mentioned there would have been college basketball today, but there's a COVID situation within the UNR Wolfpack program. We were slated to have UNR hoops tonight at 4:30. They did not reschedule it. They actually canceled that game. So uh, yeah. 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 So our friends at BetMGM tonight, Trista Quinton and Ryan, will be here right after us at five o'clock because. You need that fix for sure on a Taco Tuesday. Duh. Taco Tuesday. That's right. I forgot. Almost. No, I didn't <laughs> Not forget. really. I didn't forget. How could I forget about Taco Tuesday? It's literally the thing you lead with every time Tuesday rolls around. Except for this time because I almost forgot. But you didn't. So you did technically lead with it. And the fact that Larry Bird is 65 today. Yep. There's that. I'm like. Dinner at 4 p.m. finally makes sense. For him? 
Well, in, in a lot game of, day, it's probably around the same time. In a lot of cases, you know that those discounts start at fifty five now. Fifty mm. at some of the local casinos. Yeah, well, yeah. I want to get as many people in there as possible. You're rolling in. Yeah. So right on. It's like I'm not quite sure I could ever answer that question though. This is a, a unique question. It's ESPN Sports Center tweets out Larry Bird sixty five today. What's your favorite moment from his career? Uh, I'm like, I'm like. Really? I don't think I saw any of the games live, to be honest. I'm just like, I would probably say um, when I played him in NBA Jam. Yeah, the championship one. Uh, that moment. You know, mm-hmm. um, there was an old computer game back in the, it was Bird versus Jordan. Mm. And they had, it was on um, like PC or whatever it was. And it was the most clever game possible because one, Michael Jordan, all he could do in this game was dunk. And all Larry Bird could do in this game was shoot from outside. Mm. Inside the three-point circle, of which there was, he couldn't hit anything. That's so weird. But you'd (laughs) step him out 30 feet, bam. And then Jordan could take off from about, oh, 20 feet out and do like 360 like between the leg dunks. Yeah. It was insane. It's always weird when you have that written into the code. It's just like, yep, you shoot here. Nope, no, it will it will clank every time. Right. No, like, it doesn't leave room for human error. Like, why can't Michael Jordan shoot from outside? Sometimes human error leads to a winner. Just went to the finals. Mm-hmm. Like, Larry Bird can't play inside of 25 feet. Like, this yep. makes no sense whatsoever. So, yeah, that's my favorite moment from his career. I literally, I'm like, I'm, I'm at a loss. Yeah, I think he was retired by the time I was born, or pretty close, so... Bird? Yeah. When did Larry Bird retire? Now you, now you got me going to the... Does Google work today? Because a lot of other things aren't I working today. I Larry Bird know how to use Google. I've learned that from Larry Bird. A lot of things aren't working. <laughs> what? um, What's your favorite Larry Bird moment? I don't know. They're all in 30 for 30s because it's been irrelevant. Let's see, when was he... Uh, when he had of, the Pacers go to the Eastern Conference Finals and lose? Hall of Fame. So he was on the Dream Team in 92. Yeah, it's the year I was born. So he was still playing at that point. So barely. Sad I missed it. He was rolling. See, no, he retired after the Olympics. There you after, go. After uh, after the ninety two games, they re- he retired. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah. for a few brief moments of time, Larry Bird Dream and team. I were existing in the same world where he was a basketball player and I was a baby. But it wasn't yes, for very long. There was a there was a there was a very so for small... all of you diehard sports fans, you know, under the age of fifty, you can move on. There you go. There you have it. Yep. Uh, coming up, four twenty five, Joe O. Odyssey Sports Betting Insider host of BetQL Daily will join us. We'll uh, straddle the money lines with him. But first, let's get you your top five talkers for today. It's your daily checkdown, powered by Odyssey Sports. Number one. You've heard the phrase from worst to first. Well, Jay Norvell went from lowest to highest. The contract details of his move from UNR to Colorado State have been revealed. And Jay Norvell is now the highest paid coach in the Mountain West Conference. I would like to be on his workout plan, Kanye West. (laughs) Yeah. Five years, $9 million to coach at Colorado State, which takes him again from dead last in earnings Mm -hmm. all the way up to number one, surpassing Craig Bull at Wyoming and Brent Brennan at San Jose State and Marcus Arroyo at UNLV. Great problem to have. I know we we touched on this a little bit yesterday, how we were – not surprised that he was moving somewhere, but that it was such a lateral move. But it's not a lateral move when it's uh, paychecks like that. So uh, best of luck to him, except when he plays in this zip code. Yeah. yeah or the state in general. Yeah, that's for sure. But uh, a, a very deserved raise and promotion of sorts. 
Still unclear uh, who will take over for Norvell and who he will take with him, but we do know that his offensive coordinator is going to go with him. Offensive coordinator Matt Mummy has been there for the last five years and tweeted out about an hour ago that he is also moving on. So one fewer coaching uh, candidate for Nevada. They're looking to hire somebody with some experience in the head coaching ranks. At least that has been what has been reported. Number two. Unfortunate news for the face of women's college basketball. Paige Becker's out on the flukiest of fluky plays, literally dribbling in a basketball game against Notre Dame. And we now have the the result out six to eight weeks. She has a fracture in her tibial plateau. So I'm guessing that's like the top of your shin bone right by your knee. Yeah, her knee just... It sits on top of your... Or your knee sits on top of this bone. Her leg just went completely... Buckled. Yeah, bonkers. Literally just as she was bringing the ball up the court. Right. So against clearly... Against nothing. There no is pressure. something else going on in there. Maybe it was a hairline. Maybe it was just that, that game. But, you know, I'm guessing that she's playing a lot of basketball like most people do that come up uh, in the hyper-professionalized athletic just landscape that we all are in um and honestly this is kind of good news because whenever you see somebody go down with a knee injury you're thinking acl stuff like that achilles has been very yeah, no tears here and so in many ways this is a this is a win but six to eight that's a good chunk of time and that's a big uh portion of their season although uconn usually tends to find itself in the dance whether they like it or not sure she can sit and watch but won't be traveling with the team as she goes through rehab, but she'll be back, hopefully better than ever. Yeah. Number three. Peyton Manning doesn't get to have everything. <laughs> this is this is the this is the only way he doesn't get something is when he tried to go around the regular channels. Apparently last night, during what was a very entertaining Manning cast, actually, they had Joe Buck on and he was actually really good. Mm. Um he decided that he wanted to talk with Mac Jones uh, prior to the game. But when he called Mac Jones, Mac Jones says, um, no, you need to go through the proper channels. Oh, I bet. I bet, Mac Jones. Rookie guy, are you kidding? Peyton, why would you put him in this position? Why would you do this? You know who his coach is. Like, I'm, I'm glad that Mac uh, minded his P's and Q's to go to the PR director because that's the right thing to do. Because you know that if he would have said anything to Peyton, he would have gotten in big time trouble. And clearly, well, how many passes would they take away from him last night then? What's punishment? Yeah, right. But we know how, how the Patriots handle things, how Bill, you know, he, he, he'll he give you a one-word answer if he he'll, he tries every damn time. He wants to give out the least amount of information. So this type of uh, behavior for Mac Jones, even though he is a rookie, not surprised. Brainwashing works quick. Yeah. So they ended up going around, and he ended up not getting a chance to talk to Mac Jones. I'm sure that'll happen, but, you know, again. Not before the game. Here's the, here's, the weird, here's the weird bit about that is, like, I mean, I've got a pretty decent lineup on my phone of people. Well, decent. It's okay. But, like, Peyton Manning. Yeah, Mac Jones. I just dial him up. Hey, Mac. Peyton Manning. What's going on, dude? I bet he's had Mac Jones number for, oh, like, I'm 10 sure. years. He's probably been to eight passing just camps. Like, Peyton, did you want to talk to people before your game? Do you want to talk to the media people about what your game plan is? Probably not. So... Although, if he talked to Mac Jones today, he could probably recount all three of the passes that he threw oh, last night. Oh, we go into deep, deep detail. Yeah. We could do that. How Absolutely. was that first one? Well, I threw it with my right arm. Yep. It went into... Where's my scuba suit? Yeah. It's like Hoosiers. You must pass the ball five times before you shoot. All right. There we go. I got a cool Number friends. four. But I kind of want 
to see what they would do without all their cool friends. Maybe they have to lean on their cool friends too much. Just saying, right. as someone who doesn't really have a lot of cool friends on our show, I, I think know. we do all right. Yeah. I don't have a lot of cool friends. I just have friends. Sometimes I wish they wouldn't have so many people on because it's just with the delay. Right. Oh, yeah. They get caught up in each other, like the problems we go through all the time. Yep. Number four. Thanks. Thanks, Mark. Uh, this is straight out of the Ted Lasso Season 2 playbook, but it's been done before. So it's not really surprising, but because it involves Manchester United, a team that I follow, we figured we'd just dump it in here. They brought a sports psychologist into Manchester United to help figure out a few things. When it comes to the old brain. I don't know why more sports teams don't just have these like as part of their staff. Um, but they do, but a lot of teams have to split them with others. Yeah, you I know. know. This, is a, this is a highly professional kind of, like, you have to find someone that specifically can deal with, you know, head cases when it comes to athletes, like, larger than Shall life. Let me tell people. you, there's plenty of sports psychologists that you could hire full-time. There's just teams that choose not to do it because we're just starting to take mental health seriously. And what do you know? Uh, if you take care of your mental health, your physical performance and health also benefit. So now that we're starting to realize that those wires are, you know, crossed, we'll make the investment, which is great. Uh, I would probably, like most doctors say, that preventative medicine is the best medicine. So probably don't wait until that there's a mind bleep to, to bring someone in. But this is good to hear. And uh, go Ted Lasso. Your influence knows no bounds. Truth. It's good stuff. Sassy's back, too. Sassy. Number five. Ted Lasso's girlfriend or the pseudo girlfriend. You're going to get hate mail for spoiler alerts. No, nah, season careful. two. Season two. She was in season two. She I know. I know two. who it is, but there are, probably, there are probably people who haven't seen Ted Lasso don't know who that is. Oh, well, Sassy is a character that showed up in season one. Okay. She's back in season two. So. All right. Enjoy that, everybody. There you go. Spoiler. Bring on the hate mail. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury is ready to do something tonight that only two others have done before him. We're actually talking about Marc-Andre Fleury. Mm -hmm. He's going to try to become the third goalie to win 500 contests. Yep, just uh, Martin Brodeur and Patrick Waugh have done that. Uh, Pretty good company to keep. We're very familiar with a lot of the records and the ladders that Fleury was climbing last year, obviously in a different jersey, but that 500th win also comes... uh, during his 900th game tonight. So very uh, unique coincidence there. So that's why I would bet on Marc-Andre Fleury to win tonight and probably keep the under going because uh, that guy knows how to step up in big moments. But then again, his defense really don't. And that's why he was having more trouble earlier on in the season, although he has been much better lately. It is the Rangers that roll in to take on Chicago. Rangers have won six in a row. They yep. are pretty hot right now. But they're... Starting goalie is still on the IR, but they'll be clearly just all right. If you keep putting more pucks in the right. net, you don't have to worry about keeping them out right. of yours. The team that scores more goals will win the game. And, and Georgiev is a decent netminder, too. Their usual backup, who's now starting. Yeah. So, it'll be a good game. Rangers oh. are a team to watch. See if Mark andre can get his 500. Against tonight. Gallant and Rebo? Come on. Right, and they go. played last week, I'm pretty sure, Rangers and, yeah. and the Blackhawks. So it'll be weird. It's on ESPN The Plus at 5.30 tonight. If you're Sweet. interested in watching Mark andre Fleury do what he does best, at least that's what we're hoping for him, at least for tonight. Seriously. There's your check down. Powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Coming up next, a look at NFL Week 14. Paul Eihander and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers. 
exclusively on 1140 The Bet. That's us. Music's playing. Tis I and you. That's what it is. Yes, so intense. Yeah, trying to lean in a little bit on the NFL right now. As we are in the home stretch, finally, that uh, we have put 13 weeks behind us, and now we're rolling into all the non-buys and everyone trying to stay healthy and relevant and whatnot yeah. to where everyone still wants to believe in terms of the Seattle Seahawks and their playoff hopes alive. Right, because the tech, the technical math works out. Right. Although the writing in reality and just the what we've seen – I would not agree, even though they were able to secure victory over the 49ers on Sunday. I just don't know how you bank on that bank on that team at all. Just- well, Dr. Shin really gave us that, that clean bill of health for Russell a few weeks ago. So now that he's had even more time to heal up and now is working with confidence, the sky's the limit, Paul. I can see wins on the remainder of their schedule. I just don't see five wins because they still have Arizona and the Rams. Yeah. But they have Detroit and Houston and Chicago. Yep. And we've been saying that for weeks, that it's pretty much a two-horse race in that division, and I don't have Seattle ahead of L.A. or Arizona. So, yeah, that sorry. Would, that would be like the Rams having to fall apart kind of a second time. You know, as they, it's got possible. Their, they got their mojo back. They would have lost again this week. It would be definitely part of the big yes. conversation, but they didn't. Yeah, Arizona's the bell of the ball. Yep. That's pretty clear. Now we all get to focus on Josh Allen instead. Yeah, right. They're, they're, Even though he was, like, literally throwing footballs into a hurricane wind and, like, still the tightest spiral. Let me ask you, I was going to bring it up at Football 4, but sorry is this no no it's fine it's because we'll just we'll address it now as we talk about the monday night game with new england and buffalo which was the last five minutes were really good yeah uh the rest of the game was just kind of like i really just get to the last five minutes it was kind of it was like i know what's happening darth vader's luke's father wants to be out here nobody wants to make a mistake yet mistakes were made and you're just hoping that you're not the last team to make them so is this a statement game for new england over Buffalo, getting a win like that, an ugly, ugly win mm-hmm. in where, and again, you know, Sean McDermott's like, you know, don't give Belichick that much credit. Yeah, but I don't agree with that. I don't either, but for the Patriots, again, because of how ugly this game really was, mm-hmm. and you look at New England and you, you know, you root against New England, you love New England, whatever it happens to be, you look at that football team and you go, Bill Belichick schemes like a madman. Or he is surra- to or do he's, literally whatever it takes. Or he's surrounded himself by enough other kind of creative chemists on that coaching staff where they're just like His literally like, we are not throwing the ball. We are going to Correct. pound it at them. Total and, buy-in. And thank God we got that big run in the first quarter mm-hmm. because it allowed us to stick with that game plan. We didn't have to make Mac throw the ball into crosswinds. Because we didn't have to keep up. Yeah. Because we kept the ball and we kept the time of possession running. Uh, I watched the Man in the Arena latest episode, uh, which is the Tom Brady series on ESPN Plus, and they were talking about the 2007 Super Bowl game between the Patriots and the Giants. And while I remember all the hype leading up to it, I remember kind of obviously the after effects because it was such an upset. I don't remember that the game that clearly. And obviously Tom can just pick the plays out right away. And sure. he says a lot of that first quarter was Giants ball possession just takes the entire first quarter out and just go, goes and kicks a field goal. And while it's not the points that are, are the problem, it's the fact that you are not allowing your opponent to get into a rhythm, to get uh, working into whatever they 
want to be mood-wise, game plan-wise, what have you. You've disrupted them so much. Now they they have to consider plays and ideas that they did not come prepared for for this pop quiz, and that's exactly what, what Belichick schemed last night and why McDermott, while I don't agree with what he's saying by uh, in not giving Bill a, a ton of credit, right. it's just he probably just thought to himself, well, what am I supposed to do here? Because th- there is an ultimate like trump card for everything. And I-, I think Bill has been the the coach who has shown us the most creative and the most extreme ways um, that he can think of, and he's one of the best minds in the game, to get the other team off their rhythm and make sure that we secure the victory. And it, oh, and it took three passes last night. I, I think it's a statement game, but not for the reason we think. I think it's a statement game because – it shows that you can win in today's league this way. But I'm not sure if every team can employ that same game plan because I don't think everybody's bought into the same degree as the Patriot way. Yeah, the Patriots were a pretty clean football team last night. I mean, overall, they you know, they lost everybody. You know, there was a couple of turnovers in that game, obviously, but it was fumbles. And Keep the clock running, baby. They were efficient. I mean, mm-hmm. it's you know, they punted the ball once. You know, yeah. They put the ball once, and they held the ball for another for an extra four minutes, which keeps the Bills in check, doesn't allow them to get going. And let's be honest, the Bills aren't exactly the most prolific of rushing attacks. I no, mean, their defense Allen, has been very spotty this year. Yeah, if Allen they can't, got stomped by Indy a few weeks ago. Allen can't get his feet going, and mm-hmm. clearly they tried to stick to their game plan. It just didn't work. Not even I mean, Wyoming football Jesus can, can overcome that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's undeniable. So, yeah, for the Patriots, you're, you're right. I think Belichick deserves a lot more credit than... Then I think what's the willingness to stick to that game plan. Like I don't, I I think people don't really oh, appreciate how tough teeth. it, how tough it is to to be the person with the dentures in and be like, we could run this play, we really could do this. Like they stick to their guns better than anybody, the Patriots, and it's not fun. I mean, they even talked about the last blitz that they had at the end. That was a, it was a play that they hadn't called all game. Yep. yep. But we knew that that this is the look we were probably going to get. And that's where it's the brain trust that's there, the knowledge that that he has, that his staff, that he's passed down to his kids. Like, it it truly is probably a singular environment for you to play in because you're just dealing with resources and knowledge you wouldn't have access to anywhere else. But what is demanded of you is also unique to that environment. Yeah, they they hung in there last night for sure. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it a lot. Yeah, I. I didn't put it wasn't a fun game and then I want Buffalo to win like everybody wants Josh Allen to succeed like who doesn't honestly so you can throw the ball a a mile and a half we we love likable characters who could throw a ball 50 yards we love it that's not what we got last night no it was was sad that was a 1950s style football game yes with uh yeah, greet your no teeth wonder you brought up Larry Bird because now there's never been more interest in the sports in that age demographic right. than right now. Hundred percent. Yeah, right. sure. sure. Returning to the old ways. I can't figure out what to make of the Dolphins right now. They they're getting Just let them swim. They're getting weird. Right. They're getting weird wins, and they're in that same division too. And yeah. So they've got to they've got to battle through a few things, but all of a sudden they've strung together. I mean, and it's the quietest win streak in the history of win streaks, but it's five in a row. All right, them or Washington football team, who's who's more real? I think it's a football team. Probably WFT. Because, like I said yesterday, their wins go further. Right, but run through the rest of that division where they're they're a half a game behind Buffalo, 
and the rest of their schedule. Well, sets that's up. truly the enigma that, that that's making Miami still a thing is because Buffalo has struggled so much in the last six weeks. Jets, New Orleans, Tennessee, New England. It'll come yeah. down to the last couple of weeks. They for shouldn't Miami. be that close, considering how how bad Miami is. We're not even talking about the Jets because we know better. But that just shows, like, if we're talking about Miami that way, it's not necessarily because of what Miami's doing. It's what other people aren't. To slide back down. Yes. To slide back down. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ravens are going through what the Cowboys are going through, I think. Or Cowboys just went through. Kind of going through, kind of how does our offense click? How are we able to get things going? Where Lamar is now trying to shoulder everything on his, on his put everything on his shoulders. Well, he's had to moving. almost all season, so maybe it's just a cumulative effect. And then they've are they had more injuries to their is it the defensive side yeah, of the lost, ball? They lost Humphrey for the season. And then was it them or the Cowboys that had to play back to back Thursdays? Cowboys, Cowboys, back to back Thursdays. Sometimes I wonder about like those offenses like the Ravens, where it, it's just it's either filtered through one guy or just have somebody that's so prolific like Lamar. When you have those kind of short circuit scheduling weeks and how that just gets you out of your every week routine, your day-to-day thing. I, around the holiday season, I'm sure that, that that's absolutely a, a consideration as well. But otherwise, it just doesn't make that much sense of why they, they are having that much trouble other than the cumulative effect or what I was just talking about. Right, a little bit of a little bit of leaning right. on, but you know, they give they give the Steelers some life and now the Steelers are believing in themselves again Roethlisberger who you know apparently is going to go had one of his better games of the season like in terms of efficiency and it's not like they killed the Ravens but they did just enough to make themselves relevant yeah and the Steelers are only really still a thing because the Browns aren't because they haven't figured again another uh, example of well you're still here but not really because of your own power but because of the lack of others to be yeah to be able to move forward truth mm-hmm. i don't know what the chicago bears are trying to figure out if if Ju- if justin fields can't get healthy quick enough at this point uh just i don't know put well, him like in, put him in the put him in that, the year. put him in that cryo chamber so they can you know do whatever you know it's weird because in the upcoming you know this upcoming week you know thursday we'll get into this with joe o coming up at 425 but thursday we get steelers vikings so two teams trying to figure out if they can make the postseason Gross. but then we actually get a couple of well i say a couple we get one decent primetime game cuz we get Rams Cardinals on the Monday night. The Sunday That's night game. That's on which Rams show up too. Right, the Sunday night game is whether or not the Packers can outscore the Bears by twelve and a half, which is the mm. biggest. Which is the biggest out of the spread buy, of though. the weekend. Out of the buy though. Twelve and a half. Everybody says like it's a it's a done deal out of the buy for some teams. Like Andy Reid out of the buy is a done deal. I don't always ascribe to that. Uh, we've we've talked about it before. What things that are in motion stay in motion. Things that rest stay at rest. Sometimes if. Another team is still moving while you're resting. I just have a, a tough time picking you, even if you're the Bears. Bengals have the 49ers with – it's basically a pick em, And the Giants have the Chargers. The Chargers and Bengals walked into this this past week's game pretty much staring at staring at something that was looking at themselves in the mirror. Pretty much the same kind of same kind of team. Yes. Roughly the same, roughly defenses, and just to see who could explode and do more things. Now, I feel the Bengals are trying to figure out, okay, where do we fit in this ecosystem – well, the Chargers are like, okay, well, if we're going to put our foot down, we need to get consistent in a hurry. Right. Absolutely. I, I think the Chargers essentially saved their season this past weekend. Uh, if the Bengals would have won, or I, I don't think their season's over. I, th- I think the Bengals are a lot more for real. But the Chargers, I think the the test against the Giants this week is almost a bigger one because to to get that victory secured against a team that you're expected to be competitive with that that is kind of in similar trajectories, so it's very easy to get up for those games. Whereas the Giants are coming off of that, there could be a little bit of a letdown after the fact because you just know that you're playing the Giants. Uh, and sometimes you're just like, oh, they have to travel across the country. We'll be fine. 
Not always right. the case, friends. But uh, and I'm pretty sure we saw a couple uh, players from the Chargers going to COVID protocol yesterday. Yeah, Keenan too. Allen did. Yeah, Keenan Allen's a slightly big name on that yep. roster, and so if he's out, that changes a heck of a lot. Yeah, they'll lean on Mike Williams a little bit more and AJ Guyton. But did you watch them last week? I did. How did I Herbie did. look? Herbie looked fantastic. Okay, he looked great. So Herbie, Herbie's not apprehensive or anything. He's still slinging it. Herbert's That's all that matters. A, Herbert is a top ten quarterback in this league right now. And that's that's being very that's being kind of being very conservative. He might be top five. Well, there's plenty of top ten quarterbacks that miss the playoffs on a consistent basis too. We just mm. hope that it's not the continuation of that in that uniform. Uh, we've seen a lot of offense. <laughs> we've seen a lot of offense. They're going to get their defense healthy. Yeah, that would help them out a ton. All right, coming up next, is it time to shake up the Lakers? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 The Bet, Las Vegas. Remember, if you missed any portion of this program, you can revisit it through the Odyssey app. It is free through the Google Play Store or iTunes App Store. Once you download it, again, it's free. Search out The Bet Las Vegas and hit the heart. Heart! In the upper portion of the screen, you can subscribe to podcasts of the Playmakers as well as Lindsay's hockey show, The Nightcap. It's a great bit. Check it out. I know you already have, but you should check it out again just in case yeah, you forgot you, an episode. For those of you joining us for the very, 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 very first time. Welcome. And I'm sorry. <laughs> Pre-apologies. Well. Uh, LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers are 12-12. and 12. That is the record through 24 games. Straight up average. That is... That is where it is. Uh, LeBron, a favorable thing to say about them, too. LeBron, in uh, interviews, uh, talking uh, after practice yesterday, talking about whether or not they need a change, and he says, I don't think we need to do that. He says, when we get enough game reps and logged minutes, we'll be fine. We look forward to the journey ahead of us. Do you believe him? To history certain, says no. To a certain extent, I can believe it, but what I also believe is going to happen is that LeBron James is going to come out when he's fully healthy here mm-hmm. and play probably the next six or eight games defensive-mindedly to where this is where this Lakers team struggles. It's defense. It's defense. Mm-hmm. Where he's going to come out and we are going to see on the highlight reels, on NBA Twitter, whatever, at least one LeBron block a night mm-hmm. from coming out of nowhere. He will just come out of nowhere like, oh, where did LeBron come from? Well, he came from, you know, the baseline or whatever. Yeah. Udall still has nightmares. Right. And he will, you know, do a couple of poke checks, get a couple of steals, and that'll be the aggression of a 36-year-old LeBron James finally healthy. And then it's going to go back to the way it was. I think that's where it's going to be, where the Lakers are going to kind of go wishy-washy and one guy will step up and then someone else will get hurt because that's just kind of how this team is I, that's the team's identity right now. Sure. And that's what I mean. Like, I kind of believe him where he says we haven't had enough time to figure it out because they, they really haven't. And because he's missed such a big chunk. And that's where I'm trying to figure out, are are they the are they the type of gamblers right now where they think 
truthfully on the inside that this is a team worth salvaging considering the other what's going on with the other teams around you. And granted, you can't just say, well, white flag, guys, because Golden State's really good. We're not going to even try this year. But it, it, there's only so many years that LeBron has left. And the moves they made in the offseason were made for a reason. But they can be unmade or they can try to go a different direction. It's just whether or not we feel that they think that this is truly who they are and that if the first build that they did was faulty in general. Because that, that that could be an option, and we don't like admitting those options, especially so quickly. Um, and we certainly don't like giving up on them because it, more oftentimes than not, it's too soon, right? And then you never really find out. But I, I don't know. They're in such a desperate position I almost feel like they, they, they might have to cut off their nose to, to spite their face. There's enough balance on this team, but you look at LeBron and Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook, and they're the ones that, you know, they're, they're going to allow the most minutes. Yep. LeBron, at where he's at, the design was for him to step back a ton. Uh-huh. Statistically, he hasn't stepped back at all. He's played 37 minutes a night. When he is playing. When he's playing, and he's only played in half of the season's games. Yep. You know, where Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, all logging... 35, 36, and even Carmelo Anthony's near 30 minutes a game right now. Yeah, and I don't think the rest of the season he's going to be able to really do that take-a-step-back mindset because you have ground to make up, bud. Yeah, in the Western Conference, it's undeniable. Exactly. DeAndre Jordan's a bit player. Dwight Howard's a bit player. Wayne Ellington, is his shooting is freaking awful right, right. now for a guy that's an outside shooter. Mm-hmm. Well, and you say LeBron needs to take a more defensive mindset. Well, if he does that, who's going to do the scoring? He, he, I don't know why they can't kind of spread it around and find success when he's not there, but then when he is in there, they still have trouble because then it just everything goes through LeBron. Like, I, is anybody truly a, a, a second option consistently on that team right now? There's share the wealth with Davis and Westbrook, but it's only happening because LeBron isn't in that lineup right, right. now. It's because he's not there. LeBron leads this team. Again, statistically speaking, he leads the team in steals. And it's not so much He that leads he, the team in points. Yeah. And he leads the team in minutes played per night. Right. Like, that wasn't the whole idea of putting this team together. It was not for LeBron to lead in all these categories. But he is. I mean, and that shows you what kind of player he is, too. I mean, don't get me wrong. LeBron is still a superstar in the NBA. Yeah, it really was the Westbrook trade. And it's not even because of him. It's because of what they had to send back. Yeah, they shipped they, out a they, ton. They, they swung for the for the biggest play, for the biggest name, and I really think the the Kuzma thing it's huge. It's huge. Yeah, not having Kuzma is a and just the depth of all, all of those players that were relied upon in the bubble that were relied upon last year when you had bits and pieces of the roster missing games. Like it, it's not only that you're you're missing those that history and stuff, but it's. It's harder to fight for guys that you haven't gone to war with before. I'm not saying that it's impossible, but when have you when you've gone through a couple rounds and 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 you've gone through things as a group, it's easier to weather through storms because you've seen them before and you've got and you've gotten to the other side. And that's not to say that it's that is a guarantee to happen this time in the current moment. But I mean, I was watching SportsCenter earlier. We're already talking about Vogel being looked at as a scapegoat. I'm just like. Sometimes it's a bad build and you just got to say we suck and you go through with it without having to go scorched earth on everyone. But that's what the NBA is now. There's no acceptance of that for certain teams, for certain players, because they've been enabled to basically move heaven and earth. 
Why wouldn't they? It's their legacy. Lakers find themselves in a unique position in the Western Conference, too, because they are on, certainly on the outside looking in when it comes to the top six if the playoffs ended today. But they're in this monster logjam to where... There's so many other teams that I like so much better than them. It's not so much that they're playing poorly. It's that other teams are playing well or haven't quite shown what I think that their potential is. Then like you can see the Mavericks. It. Yeah, they're, they're in that conversation with Dallas yeah. and Denver and the Timberwolves. Yep. They all How about them wolves. They all have the same record. That's what you know. You got to get on your horse. The wolves are coming. This never happens and it probably won't this year, let me tell you. But just in case it does, it's just it's another name we wouldn't expect. We talked about this with the Golden Knights about the Sharks being there, about the Ducks being there this season and how we can understand that Edmonton and the Calgary, but these two are tougher to swallow cuz we just didn't anticipate every night being a fight to your, fight for your life type of night. Yeah, it's not as simple as it seems when uh-uh. it comes to this team. And there's, you're right when you talked about this team having to play catch up and trying to trying yep. to leapfrog a few teams because they are not in the top echelon of the Western Conference, not in the top four no. by any means, right no. now. And it, last year, I think most of the the better teams were in the East. I, I think that with the movement, maybe the the best best teams are still in the East, but I think the the depth of the West is better. Yeah, no, that's that. I agree with you. That's that's undeniable. They're the the Jazz and the Grizzlies. Yep. The, the Grizzlies are just need to scratch. First the three surface. seeds, we get it. But the rest of them, you're just kind of like, all right, who's gonna be? We're gonna turn off the lights, bring your own weapons, and we'll see who's standing <laughs> right. at the end. It's right. like you know the medicine ball dodgeball that they did in Jackass back in the day. It was hilarious, but uh, surprised that people were still alive. Right. You're, you're After still, you're still upright. You're like yeah, exactly. In the dark. Right. <laughs> Crazy. Coming up next, how to not fail fast enough. You found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 The Bet, Las Vegas. Aaron Rodgers had a broken toe. Must be Tuesday. During COVID quarantine. Is he going to show his feet again? Really? Are we doing this again? I could give zero anything about what Aaron Rodgers has to say about on Pat McAfee's show. He's got, uh, he's got a new backup because Jordan Love's got the COVID. So they promoted Kurt Benkert. Because Jordan loves in the COVID. Do you think Aaron takes the time to learn the guy's name? Kurt Benkert? Probably not. He's a football quarterback. Yeah. He played at East Carolina. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. There's that. <laughs> he's got a he's got a verified check mark too. He tweeted about the weather. I mean, for someone that says he's so unaffected by his toe, I've heard about it for three straight weeks. So right. yeah. I'm so bored with him. Feet. You just like talking about feet. <laughs> just count down the days till he retires with his man bun. Him and Miles Teller will have the best time. The Vancouver Canucks fired their coach over the weekend. And they did. And many also uh, an assistant GM, a GM, and an assistant coach. If you had a business card with the team, you're probably no longer with said team. Right, exactly. Your benefits will expire at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. The owner of the team says he hoped he didn't wait too long to make those changes. And this is kind of interesting because it comes up with that a dilemma about a lot of folks, especially in the holidays when it comes to buying things and Mm. you're waiting for a better sale price. And so it's Black Friday and you're like, you know what? I'm going to wait till Cyber Monday to see if that price goes down. Mm -hmm. And then maybe it doesn't. And then you wait a couple more weeks going, you know what? We're going to see what happens. Right. In all these hopes going, you know what? We're close. You know, it's close to the the price point that I want to pay. It's close to where I want to be. This is how 
the owner of the Canucks, uh, Francesco Aquilini, says basically he was like, these changes have been coming for a while and saying he may have been too patient because all of a sudden, you know, he unloaded on four people, like four people lost yeah, their jobs. Yeah, you literally tear down the entire power structure that's been in place there for at least five seasons. And with that, I mean, just look down the street at the Raiders. How do, how does workflow go when you when you take out the the top level of the power structure? It, it's tough. And you have to paint over some damage, too. Because too soon, too soon to salvage the, or, or too late to salvage the season, or are we worried about bigger problems here? Because I'm a little bit more worried about bigger problems. I'm worried about Pedersen. I really am. And that's where the too long, I think, probably they did wait. Because I heard that relationship between Elias Pedersen and Travis Green soured very quickly. So it's interesting you bring up the Raiders, too, when you talk about organizations and too soon or too quick and rebuilding and you know certain things happen within the Raiders this year that you know just were inevitable that you know you we're they just talking to, about the results not right, the things that led to make them. the move but it shows you that you know for some organizations you talk about the Canucks who I, I have an affinity for the Vancouver Canucks as do I and you talk about many other organizations that go through the rebuilds and the teardowns the Florida Marlins after the World Series mm-hmm. it's like what is the end game I'm like do you have it written on the wall like this is where we want to be because for ownership, especially because th- th- they answer the fans and they answer to themselves too. Mm-hmm. Because you want everybody wants a winner. You buy a team to win. You don't right. buy a team as an investment. Right. That's not what you're looking. But to people do. were calling for Jim Benning's job for weeks, for months before the season even started. Before he signed those long term deals to the Pedersons and allowed them to kind of drag that out through training camp, or when he traded for OEL and took on the entire contract and all that other stuff. And so it, there were several intervention points. Um, that that could have been made, but ultimately you can play the guessing game back and forth all day long. I I don't think that the Canucks are too far gone where they can't get back into the playoff race because we know what the Pacific Division is, and as we've talked about, there have been teams that are taking steps that we didn't uh, foresee so soon, but that's just based off of early returns. Like we still have a lot of hockey left in general, and the Canucks have a very healthy stable of players at their disposal. It's just they got so mentally inside of themselves where you're so dejected you can't even, like, dump a puck in properly. Like, you needed a big-time adjustment. And so that's what Bruce Boudreaux is there to do. He is there to basically bring everybody back to the fireplace and be like, so why do you love hockey, Brock Besser? Why do you love hockey, Quinn Hughes? Because you have to rediscover that because there's just been so many bad feelings around um, that locker room, and whether you want to or not, whether it's your best buddy or not, those feelings will carry over on the ice if you don't start to, like I say, paint over some of the damage that has been done. And there's very few people better equipped to do that than Bruce, but those results need to come too because all of that extra kumbaya is not going to do anything if you're still getting blown out 4 or 5 nothing, or or having a 3-2 to two game that turns into 8-3 to three in one period. Yeah, lack of hustle and lack of heart tend to show themselves off pretty quickly on the ice when it when it comes to whether or not you want to be there. Again, we, you and I have had many discussions about how it's never about the players in the NHL. The easiest transition to make is through coaching. Well, just look at guaranteed contracts make it very prohibitive for any player to be sent away for anything just look at what Evander Kane's like going through and what the shark like you don't think they want to they, they would have liked sure, to sever like those to, ties yeah, they like to rub times. a lamp and get the genie's wish and there. and it protects players too but it there's a cost of doing business in the pace that we do it
interesting enough. Sometimes it's too quick, sometimes not quick enough. All right, football at four is on the way as the Playmakers rolls on for your Tuesday. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.